Today's topic is learning English through social media. This is really great, Charles, because yeah, actually we met, we met each other through social media and we got to know each other through Twitter, I think. This is so amazing. Yes, isn't that crazy? Like we can actually meet people from other cultures and also other learners who also are using social media and we can connect and we can create like a friendship. We have known each other, I think since 2020, if yeah. I'm not mistaken, but it's so cool that we were able to connect on Twitter. And now we are here recording another episode for the podcast. Actually, you were interviewed by me on my podcast, Stories of Language Learners. And then you invited me to be on your podcast and I was there again. And yes, with the help of social media, we are able to connect. And now we are here talking about social media <laughs> to improve English. Yeah, exactly. And today we want to cover four topics so that you can get the most out of social media and so that you can learn even better English or actually any language. It doesn't matter which language because it applies to every language that you are learning. So the first point will be defining a goal. This is really important. The second point will be what social media to choose because there are a lot of different ways to choose. And the third point will be, what should I know before start using social media? And last but not least, we will talk about strategies to use social media. So let's just start out <laughs> and yes. talking about defining a goal. Yes, we were talking about it before recording, right? Like the idea of having a goal. It's so important to have a goal to achieve anything, right? Because especially learning a new language, it's so hard and it takes a lot of time. And sometimes you are not motivated to learn or to keep learning because it's really difficult. But when you have a goal in mind, you will stay motivated through the hard times. Right, so it's really important to, the first thing before learning any skill, try to find your goal. What is your goal with learning and improving your English? It is to, for example, to get a job, to travel, or maybe it's connect with people from other cultures, right? Uh, what do you think, Daniel? Did you have like a goal when you first started learning English? Actually, not at all. <laughs> it, this makes it really difficult because if you don't have a specific goal, then it can become difficult because, yeah, English has, uh, I don't know, uh, half a million vocabulary words and, and you can really <laughs> fall down the rabbit hole because it is huge, right? So, but for me, it is important to make a distinction between a long-term goal, but also a short-term goal when you are using social media. Why I am saying that is for me, short-term goals are really important because sometimes when I go to social media, then for example, I watch a YouTube video and then if I don't have a goal in mind, I watch one video, then 
the next video and then I have even forgotten about the first video, what I have watched. So for me, we have to have two separate goals. As I said, a long-term goal and a short-term goal. Yes, I think this is great because I feel like as adults, we want to achieve things faster, right? And learning like English, I think the end goal is to become fluent, right? But yeah. become fluent, it takes a lot of time and effort. So having small goals, I think it's really important, as you mentioned. Like, I don't know, maybe this month I'm going to improve my vocabulary. And next month, I'm just going to work on my writing skills or something like that. So breaking your goal into small pieces and work towards that goal to achieve little by little, I think it's a great way to achieve the end goal. Yeah, absolutely. So what was your goal in the beginning when you first started out with English? Was it, as you mentioned, to become fluent in English? Oh, no, my first goal was to get a job using English. That was the goal that I had in mind. I thought to myself, okay, I'm gonna start learning English and I'm gonna get a job where I can use English. Because when I was at school, I loved English. And I remember that I would rather have English classes than Portuguese mm -hmm. classes. I hated Portuguese, I don't know okay. why. But I really loved English. So I thought to myself, okay, I'm going to start learning English and maybe I will get a job where I can use English. Mm -hmm. So I started learning English back in 2015 and I got a job where I could use English like last year. Yeah. It took me a long time, but I achieved that initial goal. And during the process, I found other goals to achieve. And I realized that, okay, learning English, it's not going to get me a better job. It's going to open so many doors and simple things. I don't know, I'm curious about you, but some of the simple things that I found while learning English is that, okay, the fact that I can connect with people from other cultures is so fascinating. Yeah. And sometimes absolutely. I don't have to travel. I can meet people using social media and start conversations with them online using English and also watch a movie listening to a song in English and be able to understand that. For me, the simple things are incredible. Yeah, absolutely. I love what you said before. And now on second thought, I remember that when I was starting out learning English, my very first goal was to pass the exams. And, and that's it, because back in school, when I was 17, the goal was really to, to pass the exam and and nothing more. So it was really focused on grammar and vocabulary. And we didn't speak at all. And it didn't matter that much. Actually, it came many years after that my goal shifted to become more fluent. And as you said, it is so beautiful to, to get in touch, to get connected with other people and other cultures. But that came only a few years ago in my case, because I am an introvert and in the beginning I enjoyed to, to just consume passively English materials like book and, and series and movies. And, and I didn't need to, 
to speak with, with other people, right? But nowadays, my mind changed a lot. And now I really, I want to, to get in touch with other cultures, which is amazing. Yeah. Yeah, as I can relate to that because I also avoided for so long to have conversation with people because I had so many insecurities. But once I realized, okay, nothing bad is going to happen if I have a conversation with a stranger. And I enjoyed so much that experience. And nowadays I keep saying that, but I truly believe that everyone should learn a new language because should is life-changing, especially in English, right? Yeah. Okay, so I think we could move on to the next thing, which is what social media platform to choose. Do you have like a specific social media platform that you use nowadays to keep improving your English and learning more English? Yeah. I have a lot of different apps or websites and sometimes it's difficult to make the distinction what is social media and what not. Sometimes it is not that clear, but the first social media that comes to mind is YouTube because I am using it more often these days. And maybe some people would say YouTube is not social media because in the first place it's just watching videos, right? But to me, it is social media because you have the possibility to make comments. Uh, and I, I really try to, to make the best out of a video when I watch it in English and I try to comment. Another example is Discord. Do you know Discord, Charles? Yes. Actually, I put on my notes here Discord because it's really an amazing platform. Yeah, because you can build like a community. There are many different servers on Discord and then you have the ability to, to speak to each other. You can turn on the, the webcam. You can also share your computer screen. It is really huge. Yes, Discord is amazing and especially for communities because I feel like a lot of communities are creating Discord servers because it's a really easy way to connect. So for example, if you have a favorite YouTuber that you really love, you can check if they have a Discord server. So one of my favorite YouTube channels is called Yes Theory and they have a Discord server that you can connect with people in there. And inside of the server, they have a lot of different spaces where you can join to discuss different topics. And with just the click of a button, you can enter in the space and you can start having conversations with people through audio. And nowadays, I think they update it so you can also have video calls with people there. And also you can, as Daniel mentioned, you can share your screen. So I often see like a lot of people having like movie nights or something like that, where awesome. someone put a movie <laughs> and then people start watching the movie and talking in the chat during the movie. It's a really nice way to connect with people. And, and did you do that another social media once? Oh. Have you, have you done? No. Uh, no? I, I've seen like a lot of people connecting and watching movies, but I don't know. I'm an introvert as well. I prefer watching movies alone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think it's really cool. 
I am in a movie club and the movie club takes place in a Discord channel. So what we do is we watch the movie by ourselves and then after two weeks we come together on the Discord channel and we discuss the movie for one hour. And we don't even use the webcam. We just talk together. We are about four to five people. And yeah, we discuss it in English so that we can express ourselves better and enjoy the time because we, we all obviously we love watching movies. And then it's like, it's even better to discuss the movie, which is amazing. I, I really, I love that. <laughs> Me too. Wow. That sounds amazing. I want to be part of this group. <laughs> yes, sure. Because sometimes, <laughs> yes, sometimes I really want to share with people the movie that I saw like one week ago and I really struggle. Mm -hmm. <laughs> But I feel like if I keep trying to express and tell what I saw, like being in a group like this, I think it's going to be really helpful, not just to improve communication in general, but also how to tell what you saw, right? Like a movie. Exactly. And the good thing is that we pick always another type of movie. It's every time something completely different. And also you have time to watch two weeks is enough. And, and then we can discuss it. Yes. So I have two more social media platforms that I would like to recommend. The next one is Instagram. I really love Instagram because I improved my English so much by using Instagram. My first contact with Instagram was back in 2019 when I participated in the Fluency Breakthrough Challenge, which is a challenge created by Stephanie, the English coach. And I had to create this Instagram account to work on my English and to connect with other learners. So it was truly an amazing experience and I highly recommend using Instagram. And also the last one is Facebook groups. Facebook groups are awesome. I learned the power of Facebook groups when I did a course called Connect and Communicate. So in that course, I learned the power of social media. If you have like a desire to, I don't know, an example, start a podcast, you can find a lot of Facebook groups where people get together to talk about podcasting and you can connect with people there. You can ask for help. You can help other people. This is an amazing platform to connect with people who are following your same passion, following your same passion or the same interests as you. Facebook groups are awesome. Yeah, I agree with you, Charles. And I am also part of, of several groups, for example, the chat box. And the goal is really, yeah, to chat together. And these are all cool people and They post their videos, but they, they also have like events which you can participate and also people upload like, like videos, like, um, there is a game off the cuff in which you, you need to pick a topic and then you have to talk about it without preparation. And there are many different types of, of games or posts and It's really like a, a, a lovely bunch of people communicating together, which is amazing. But of course, you need to take action because sometimes the danger lies in being 
part of a group and then being passively and, and don't share anything. And for me, it's important to, when you watch something, yeah, that, that you comment something and that you'll be mindful that you try to do something or to help others and so on. This is really important. Yes. I love that because as you mentioned, like participating in activities and having other people that you can count on is amazing. And something that I always say is that you don't have to be alone when learning a new language or any skill. You can find communities and people to help you and so you can help each other. I have a question for you, Charlie. You mentioned Instagram and having these conversations. So are these conversations live or, or are they just one-on-one? -on -one? Can you decide if it goes live or not? I, I don't understand it. Yes, Instagram have different features. Like you can go live with people and invite them to join your live. But my experience with Instagram and connect with other people was calling them because you can also call people while chatting with them on Instagram and you can make video calls on Instagram, private video calls. So it's just you and the person. Okay. And also you can do group calls on Instagram as well. But have you participated on a live call? Yes, a few times. I did some lives on Instagram, okay. but to be honest, this is not something that I love because <laughs> I don't know, it's a lot of pressure to yeah. go live, being watched by other people. And I'm so shy. I'm not a big fan of cameras. I don't know why, but <laughs> I don't like to be on camera. But I think if you are really serious about taking an English to the next level and interacting with your audience. Instagram, it's a powerful platform that you can go live and speak in English and connect with your audience, invite them to join your live, or maybe just go live and speak with your audience. But it takes a lot of courage to do that. Have you ever thought about it, Daniel? Start doing lives on Instagram? Well, I have thought about it, but not on Instagram, rather on Facebook like in a closed group, which I know uh, th this is less stressful for me when I know, okay, there are people who I know, but actually I was interviewed once on a live Instagram call by a podcaster oh, wow. and I was very nervous, <laughs> but, but I think it yes. helps you to grow and to become more relaxed. <laughs> yes. This is the thing because. I remember when I first started speaking English, I was terrified. And then when I first started having conversations, doing group calls, I was terrified. But I got used to it. I think the key here is practicing, right? Once Absolutely. you start doing the same thing over and over again, you get used to that and you become more confident. Also like recording podcasts. It's, I mean, I don't know how many people are going to understand that, but it's really tough, like, knowing that you are being recorded and that people are going to listen to you. So we ended up getting used to that. So yes, it all came into putting into practice what you are learning. So you will get used to it and you will improve in the process. Yeah, I love that. And I absolutely agree with you. And in my case, 
I can really say that I am less nervous than in the beginning when I was starting out with my podcast. So to everyone who is listening, just forget about your shyness or about being nervous and, and just speak up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> awesome. Maybe we should go to the next one, which is what should I know before I start using social media to learn English? Yeah, this is a hard one okay. for me because I am, mm -hmm. I am really bad in this, I guess. <laughs> okay, so let's learn together because I took some notes here. So I have a few things to share that maybe are going to be helpful to the listeners. So the first one is, had some information about you in your bio. So I think this is an amazing way to connect with people when you can visit like a profile and you can see that people like something that you like. For example, if you love sports, travel, or if you are a religious person, or if you love music, you can put in your profile so people can read. I know it's easier to have like a blank profile, but having some information about you is going to help you to connect with other people faster on social media. So it's really important adding some information. So I know that a lot of people like they worry about the, their privacy and I totally get that. You don't have to like put something that you don't want there, but adding a few things about you in your bio, it's going to help you to connect with people faster, right? Isn't that amazing? Like when you, like, if you visit someone's profile and you see like they love dogs and you also love dogs. So this would be like something that you have in common to connect with that people or to leave a nice comment and to initiate a conversation with them. Yeah, absolutely. I just was going to say that I think that people are scared when they don't know the other person. The, the chances are really bad for you that they get in touch with you because it's just normal that people want to be connected with people who are maybe like-minded and, and share similar interests. So that's why it is really important. And, and I know in my case, I need to, to work on that <laughs> and also to, to put a good picture of yourself and not a picture of your dog, maybe. Well, maybe you get attracted or this gets attracted to dog lovers, but I think in general, it's better to put yours, your face on, on the profile. Yes, exactly. I totally agree. And this is one of the things that I also put here to mention, like adding a picture. I think it's really important because it's a really nice way to connect with other people when they can see like your face. And I say this by experience because as I mentioned, I'm not a big fan of cameras. I don't like to take pictures. I don't have too many pictures of myself on my phone or anywhere else. But I knew that this was something important for me to put my face out there so people would connect with me easier because I remember when I first started with the podcast, I put a logo there. And when I was using some strategies to reach out to other people and to increase my audience, I wouldn't get too many feedback back when I was using like a logo that I created. But once I put my picture there 
it was so different. I started to get messages. People started following back and leave comments. So, yes, maybe you are shy, but try to put like your best picture that you love, like the only one that you have on your phone. But if you don't want to put a picture there, that's okay. But I would highly recommend to add a picture of yourself there because it's really going to help people to know that you are a real person. Because nowadays there are so many spam accounts, right, that they don't add any picture or they put like in a weird picture. But people seeing that you are a real person is going to make them think, oh, this person, I would like to connect with them. They are a real person. <laughs> And, okay, the last one. I have one more thing. Make sure to use English in your social media profile. Sometimes I get some messages and I go to the profile of the people there and everything is in other language. So it's really hard, like, oh, if I want to connect with that person, does this person know English? Can I really have a conversation with them? Because it seems like in their profile, they don't have English there. It's a different language. I cannot understand anything. So make sure when you are using social media to improve your English, to learn English, to connect with other people, put some English in there. So when people visit your profile, they will know that you know at least a little bit of English. Awesome. I don't yes. know if... Yeah, if it makes sense, but I also saw that some people put in their bio that they want to get corrected so that they can improve. But I'm not quite sure if people respect that and then if they correct them. But it's just something that mm -hmm. came to mind right now. Maybe you have experience in that or you, you saw others using that method. Yes, I think that if you make it clear that you want to be corrected, maybe some really cool people are going to help you. But most of the people, I don't think that they are going to like offer their help without knowing you. Because something that I learned in the Connect and Communicate course that I did, it is like always keep in mind that people are busy. So when you are approaching people, so have this in mind. And also people usually don't talk with strangers, right? Remember when we were kids and our parents <laughs> would say, don't talk with strangers. So this is a human natural thing, I guess. So why am I going to take time out of my day? I'm busy and I'm going to answer this stranger and help them like out of nowhere. I don't even yeah. know this person. My personality, like I'm a people pleaser, I guess. I love helping people and I would for sure answer that person or try to help them if I could. But most of the people wouldn't do that. So having this in mind that people are busy and people don't talk with strangers is going to help you to connect in an easier way with other people. So if you want help, please try to build a connection with that person instead of asking them directly for help, right? 
Yeah, that makes sense. What do you think? Mm-hmm. Shall we go to the last point? Yes, let's one. Let's talk about strategies to use social media. Now it gets really interesting. <laughs> now we put everything that we talked about before into practice, right? Exactly. Maybe I can just give you an example of one method that I am using. I mentioned in the beginning that I, I really love watching YouTube videos and I try to have like a, a short-term goal. I try to not watch videos mindlessly. Instead, I watch a specific topic that I want to learn vocabulary or maybe I want to learn about a method. And then after I've watched it, I try to to comment the video, what I liked and what I didn't like. And what I also did is sometimes when I come across some vocabulary or expressions that I really love, then I put a timestamp in the comment because you can just indicate the minute and the second in which it was spoken. And then I, I write the sentence or the words and I also write the meaning. And then I, I try to explain that thanks to the video, I could learn new vocabulary. And that way, it's like a win-win. That way, I helped the YouTuber. I also help other English learners. And I help myself because I will re- remember it even better. And if you want to, to take it to the next level, you can take notes. You can save the link where you have put such a comment and then you will have like a digital notebook and you will remember which videos you watched and, and what expressions you learned. What do you think about that strategy, Charles? Yes, I love that because uh, to be honest, I have never used like YouTube in this way, like making comments and being aware that you learned something new and keeping note of everything you learned. That's amazing. I love that idea. I'm going to send you the link of my YouTube channel so you can leave some comments there. Yeah, of course, Charles. <laughs> uh, that's also, so nice of you because... We will also put the link in the show notes, of course. It's so nice because I nowadays I'm trying to be more mindful because I really respect everyone who is a content creator because I know it takes a lot of effort and time. So I'm trying to be more mindful. So every time that I watch a YouTube video, the first thing that I do, I give a thumbs up. And if the video really helped me, I really try to leave a comment. But I'm kind of bad at it. I don't leave <laughs> comment always. But I learned from you. It's really nice knowing that you do that. Because I want to add something because what is also cool, usually when I write a comment, and then the YouTuber also writes a comment or at least he thanks me. And then this will show up in my email box and then I can like revise the words again. So it's like a reminder. So to me, it's really like a strategy who apparently nobody is using, but, but I find it really nice. Yeah. yeah it's really, really an amazing idea because in there you can also connect with other people, right? You can respond another person who left a comment exactly. and you can create this thread. Exactly. And if the other person has a, a YouTube channel as well, 
then maybe you can even find an email address. Sometimes it goes even further, right? Sometimes like with us in on Twitter, mm -hmm. we connected together and then uh, even more than a year later, we, we are still connected and having discussions together. So this is so beautiful with social media. <laughs> yes. Yes. This is one of the reasons why I really love social media because you can connect with so many awesome and amazing people that maybe you wouldn't get the chance to connect if it wasn't for social media. <laughs> right? Yeah. Awesome. Okay. So I have a few things here to share about the strategies to use social media to learn English. I think it's important like to align your goal with the strategy that you are going to use on social media. Like, I don't know, maybe your goal was to improve your writing skills using social media, or maybe your goal is like to travel. So try to align your goal with the strategy that you are going to use on social media. So for example, if you really want to travel and improve your vocabulary about traveling, you can start following people who travel and who create content about traveling in English. So in this way, you will keep in touch with the subject that you are interested in and it won't be boring, right? Because I feel like a lot of people, they give up of learning because they feel boring, right? Daniel, have you ever like felt boring of learning? No, not at all, because I follow the strategy that you are explaining right now. So, <laughs> wow. see, because I felt boring when I was doing traditional courses and using textbooks to learn English. And I was like almost giving up of learning because I wasn't motivated. So I decided to change things. I started to learn by myself and doing things that I liked the most. And I ended up learning. So... This is really important, like to keep like a goal in mind and use the strategies that you can achieve that. So if your goal is to travel and improve your vocabulary about traveling, why are you going to follow like actors and actresses or celebrities in general or musicians? Their content is not aligned to your goal, right? So be really mindful that if you are really using social media to improve your English, try to follow people that are going to help you to achieve your goal. Because social media can be like, as Daniel mentioned, that he is watching YouTube video, then he ended up watching another yeah. and another and another, and he ended up in a in video a that hole. was really strange. <laughs> I ended up in a rabbit That's hole, it. and I can't, uh -huh. can't come back. This is back. what happens. <laughs> Yeah. Yes, this is what happens with social media. When you follow a bunch of people, you can get lost in there. So be really mindful and strategically when it comes to following people, just following people that are going to help you to achieve your goal and people that you will see their content that it's going to be helpful for you. Yeah, absolutely. And also you can use social media to create posts, right? So if your goal is to improve your writing, start writing and posting on social media, like challenge yourself, like take time out of your schedule, like once per week to make a post on social media to improve your writing. Or maybe you want to improve your speaking skills. You start recording a video of you speaking and put out there in a social media profile. 
Yeah, I, I right, know I know a guy from Ecuador. Hello, Omar. <laughs> and he's actually using Medium. It's it's like a platform and where you can make posts and and he tries to to make these posts about different topics, of course in, in English, and that's his strategy. He writes about a specific topic and and it's like a self-development thing. And, and then at the same time, yeah, he can better his writing skills. So it's, it's really cool. Do you know Medium? Yes. It's like Quora a little bit. It's like an, mm -hmm. an ask and question yes. platform in which everyone can, can write like blogs. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. I heard of this platform and this is an amazing place for people who love writing. Right, they can create some articles and put out there. And okay, let me ask you, Daniel, because in my case, I improved so much my English using social media to put the content of the podcast out there. I'm sure that you probably had to create a lot of content and to write a lot of things to post on social media, right? Do you use like a lot of social media to? share the content of the podcast and have you learned a lot by doing that? I think that I am still learning a lot because this is something that I really struggle with. It's like promoting your podcast and, and I'm not quite sure how to do it. For me, it's something that I need to, to work on a lot. <laughs> yeah. But I know that in your case, you're doing it very well. So kudos to you. It's really great how Thank you do you. it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because I felt like at first I had no idea what I was doing. And I thought to myself, I think nobody's going to listen to this. But you know what? I'm going to do this for myself. And I really love connecting with people. And the stories that I heard by interviewing other people was so inspiring to me. And that was so helpful. And I thought to myself, I can't just keep this for myself. I need mm -hmm. to use social media to put this content out there to help other people as well. So I started to learn about marketing and using social media to put the content out there. So I had to be like strategic and learn about social media and start using it as a way for me to put the content out there. And it wasn't easy. I had no idea what I was doing. Nowadays, I think that I'm a little bit better at it, but sure enough, I was able to improve a lot by doing that and putting into practice what I was learning. And it helped me to get more listeners and also create a community. And I'm so grateful for that. And this is one of the reasons that I really love this conversation that we are having today about social media because it's a really great tool. And maybe I, I would like to mention an app which is called Calendly because if you are into connecting with other people, so oftentimes it's difficult to find a time or it is difficult to calculate the time changes, etc. So Calendly, there is a free version and that way when you send the, the Calendly, the other person will see on which dates on and on which times you are available for a conversation. And at the same time, the app converses the time difference automatically. So, so the other person 
doesn't need to calculate the time zone. So this is really useful. And I think that you have mentioned it to me when we met a year yeah. ago or so, if I am not mistaken. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yes, I learned about Calendly when I participated in a challenge online. And when I needed to connect with people from other countries, people that were in different time zones than me, this tool helped me a lot because I could just generate a link and put my schedule there so people could easily schedule a call with me. And also people who used Calendly, they would send me their link and I would schedule a call with them. And also to record the episodes for the podcast, I also use Calendly. We, <laughs> we used Calendly to schedule this conversation, right? Yeah. It's so easy <laughs> to schedule calls using Calendly and it is free. So if you guys connect with people online, you can send your Calendly so people can schedule a call with you. And oh, this is the last two things that I um, have here to share, which is like joining, learning communities and participating in challenges on social media. This is a really powerful way that you can improve your English. Because as I mentioned, you don't have to be alone when learning. You can find communities. And also participating in challenges and challenging yourself is a great way to level up your English. Have you ever participated in challenges, Daniel? Yeah, I am currently participating on your challenge, Charles. And Yay. On the Speak and Connect <laughs> Challenge, which is amazing. And also, I have started in the Fluency Breakthrough Challenge with Stephanie, oh, which wow, has started wow. three days ago, I think. So it, pu wow, it puts a amazing. lot of pressure on me because sometimes I am starting too many projects. So, but it's great. I mean, I am having a lot of fun. I had conversations with people from all over the world and it really pushes me to the limits, which helps me a lot to grow and, and to, to get used to it, to, to speak a lot because yeah, usually I, yeah. I don't speak that, that much in, in English. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's amazing. I'm so glad as I'm so glad that you are participating in the speak and connect challenge and in the fluency breakthrough challenge. That's awesome. I participated in the Fluency Breakthrough Challenge three times. And truly that challenge was a breakthrough in my learning journey. And the inspiration for me to create the Speak and Connect Challenge was the Fluency Breakthrough Challenge. Because I know that this is a powerful tool that we as learners can use to level up our speaking skills. To connect with people and to have conversations with them. And... This is so important because people don't realize if we want to improve our speaking skills, there's no other way. We need to speak and we need to get out of our comfort zone. And something that I always say is that the idea of being proactive. I love that you are participating in this two challenge because you are being proactive. I mean, we cannot like wait for someone knock on our door asking, oh, do you have do you want to have a conversation in English? This, the probability that this is going to happen, that this is going to happen, it's pretty low. Like, I mean, I would be shocked if someone 
would come here in my house wanting to have a conversation in English. This would never happen. So being proactive and going out there and exposing yourself and joining these challenges is going to really help us to get fluent and to keep improving. Yeah, I love that. And I think what is really great with these challenges is that I think that all the participants are always so motivated because this is something that sometimes it happens on social media, on Facebook, or I don't know, that sometimes the people don't want participate or, or I don't know, that they are in a group and they don't say anything. But I think on these challenges, these are really the people who, who want to, to do something. And well, that's at least my experience that I had so far with those uh, English learners. And you can feel yeah. the, the motivation and, and it, it helps you a lot also to, to speak with them. Yes. And I think the important thing is like being in the right environment, right? Yeah. When you are having a conversation with someone who is really committed to improve their English, this is going to motivate you to keep improving. And I always say that people who join these challenges or who join the group calls that I organize monthly, they really inspire me to keep going and to keep practicing my English because it takes a lot of courage like to do a call with a stranger that you never met and to use a foreign language. But once you do that, you feel more confident and you can help each other. And I feel like, Daniel, at some point, you need to create the MyFluent podcast community. <laughs> yes. I am 100% <laughs> sure that the listeners are waiting for you to create this safe space that they can get together and to help each other. Maybe, but maybe, maybe I'm a bit scared that nobody turns up, right? <laughs> no, I'm going to be the first one. I promise I will join the group. Amazing. <laughs> that would be amazing. I would love that. So, yeah, I think that's it. We covered everything yeah. that we prepared. It was really cool and I hope that we can do it on another day again about another topic. So maybe, I don't know, if you have a good topic or maybe something comes to mind on my side or maybe someone of the listeners have a good topic. So then please send me an email at myfluentpodcast at gmail.com and yeah thank you so much Charles it was really awesome yes thank you again for inviting me I really loved this conversation that was very helpful for me and I hope that this is going to be helpful for the listeners out there so yes let's keep in touch and for sure let's do this again <laughs> yeah thank you so much guys for listening to my fluent podcast I am Daniel from Switzerland I really appreciate you sticking by until the end I highly recommend listening to the stories of language learners podcast Charles has made four seasons so far in which he interviewed people from all over the world on how they became fluent so this is the possibility for you to listen to a lot of tips and tricks so that you can level up your language so this show is also available on youtube 
I am not that much of an editor, I am struggling a lot, but I would appreciate if you could come by and subscribe and maybe leave a comment. Yeah, thank you so much guys, bye!